Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I am joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hey. Matt. Hi. And Guido. Hello. Our podcast is inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs, and each week one of us will pick a movie to discuss, and this week is Tammy's pick. Tammy, please tell us about your movie. So I picked Twins, the movie. In a secret lab somewhere in the Western Hemisphere, the perfect human specimen has been born. He has the strength of 10 men and the wisdom of 20. Uh, It was released in 1988, and it was directed by Ivan Reitman, and it stars Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, It also has Kelly Preston and Chloe Webb as our leading ladies. Lovely. Yep. Let's go around the table. Everyone's going to say if they had ever seen this movie before, and your first impressions of Tammy picking it. Guido, why don't we uh, start with you? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, (laughs) I've seen this movie dozens of times because I'm a big-time, long-time Arnold fan. Okay. So I like all things Arnold. You do? All things Arnold. You do. Yeah, but the problem is this is like some basic bitch shit. There's no problem with it. It is Arnold, and you love it. You heard it. It's good bad. Yes. Okay. Matt? (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to have to just be like, Exactly what he said. Okay. Yes, I've seen I've seen this before many a time because you know it was one of those movies that was on on like TNT or like TBS, and I was put in front of the TV when like I was dropped off at my grandparents' house. I had no idea what was going on with some stuff in it. Okay. And also to second what he said, I'm like, here comes Tammy with her basic bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So I had only ever seen this movie one time. I'm pretty sure when I was younger. I was not excited about this pick because I don't didn't like this movie when I was younger. And I thought, well, you know what? Maybe I'll have a change of heart and we'll find out at the end of, the, of this episode if I did or not. Tammy, why don't you tell us why you picked Twins? Well, the whole premise of our show is to pick a movie and try and convince you guys why it is amazing. Okay. And I love Funny Arnold. This is his first funny film that he's done. Okay. And There's some romantic I mean, Arnold in there, Do you too. mean, like, intentionally funny? Yeah, I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, intentionally funny. Because I'm pretty sure Commando came out before this. Well, it Anybody did. will tell you that Commando is one of the funniest movies he's done. The one-liners in that are great. So you, you just mean straight well, up a comedy movie. Yeah, like so a straight up, yeah. Intentionally up. comedic. Okay. One yeah. that would fill in, file into the comedy category. Okay. This is his first one. Another question before we dive in. Are twins creepy? Guido? Um, I went to high school with quite a few of them. So the answer to that is no. They're awesome. And I know you can hear this. And I love playing soccer with you guys. You guys are great. So there you go. Matt? My first experience ever seeing twins was The Shining. So yeah, they're fucking creepy. Okay. All right. Uh, Both my grandparents were identical twins. Identical twins that married identical twins. Uh, My brother, my younger brother, Kyle, also graduated with nine sets of twins and two sets of triplets in his graduating class that's too many isn't that crazy that's too many and one of the one of the triplets were identical triplets which wow. is so super rare yeah so you get like a really big bottle warmer or <laughs> i was gonna ask when in vitro fertilization started because i feel like that's just way too many people in the well, same area well when's when was baby not baby jessica that's the one who fell down the well the first Couldn't baby that was uh i forget what her name was Coco the monkey. No, I think it was Not in like the, the dingo, early right? 80s. That's the wrong movie. What movie? Junior. The dingo that oh, ate the baby. God. Remember? <laughs> oh, Cry in the Dark. That, that movie's crazy. Timmy, let's get started. Okay. Walk us through this, this movie. Yeah, so the intro is, uh, it has like this mystical music, I guess. It does. And it, it introduces the, the whole premise of how they became twins and their birth stories quite unique they were um manufactured in a lab so to say they had six fathers so six sperm donors it's the first image you see is a giant thing of semen yeah so so what they did was they took the what they're calling the best qualities of all of these men and brought them out genetically and Six fertilized loads. the egg of uh, Marianne Benedict, who Six was dudes, their one mother. Cup. 
played by Heather Graham, a very young yeah. Heather yeah. Graham. Oh, she like, looks wow. so pretty. She did look pretty. Um, I never even like picked that out also. So uh, this, the scene is just them and the scientists and then this enormous baby Biggest is baby. pulled out of this poor woman and this is supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, what a surprise, this tiny little dark-haired baby gets pulled out, and this is supposed to be Danny DeVito. So Danny DeVito is, uh, in the words of the major scientist, the crap that came out after this beautiful specimen of a baby. Doctor so, was a dickhead. That guy is a, a terrible person. Oh, yeah, yes. they say that in the movie. They're they, like, he's a dickhead. They had the science yeah. to combine six men's semen into one. Yeah, but there's Which only two babies. ridiculous. But had no idea that this woman was carrying twins. Yeah, they couldn't do like, yeah. a, they didn't have like ultrasound technology then. I mean, if they were able to make a a, a cum milkshake in the uh, centrifuge. I mean, let, let's be real. All of the footage we see up until this point is just B-roll science footage that you'd see in any yep. training video from looking, a high school science the, lab. It's true. At the test tube. Yeah, it is. It is very strange. So then, um, after Julian was born... Wait, which one's Julian? Julian is Arnold Schwarzenegger. And... And uh, Vincent is Danny DeVito. I gotta know, did... Were you inspired? <gasps> That's right. Your son is named Vincent. No. <laughs> you were... We were not inspired by this character. Guido's face is like he just realized it. It's no. like he just realized it. <laughs> If if he had a second you son, would you have named him Julius? No. <laughs> Maybe we'll name our next dog Julius. No, you got to name it Indiana. So then Vincent will say, I want to be called Indiana. You were named after the dog. My money's on Junior. Junior? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we almost, I think we almost named Major Junior. Oh it was God. certainly a joke during the naming pick. Julian was... Julian or Julius? Julie. Julian? Julius? Julius? It's Julius, I think. Julius. Julius. <laughs> Julius. So like orange Julius. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Julius was uh, <laughs> like taken Caesar. from his mother. Both boys were taken from their mother. The scientists told Marianne Benedict that her son was dead, was a stillborn, and she didn't even know she had twins, which is bizarre to me, but nevertheless. I, I thought she does know because, well, we'll, no, get, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. No, she, do, she doesn't know. And, Maybe. and to be fair, in the 80s, a lot of women were very sedated um, during childbirth. And, well, well, she gave birth be, in the 50s. Yeah, so well, okay. then they, she definitely was sedated. Most likely yeah, was very that's sedated. That's what that song's about. Yeah, they they put you out, and then you I wanna be wake sedated. up that's and you have babies. About. So it was grotesque. A baby. Um, so yeah, so she, so Julius was taken to a beautiful island off of the coast of Fiji, where he was made to do science with one of the scientists, and had a wonderful life and was very well educated. And the mom from Made um, to Do was there. And then um, poor Vincent was taken to a, an orphanage. They had hot nuns. It's okay. Yeah, he got laid. Yes. Yeah, that, that's actually that's actually called child abuse. For who? A grown woman having sex with a twelve-year-old. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> so Julius, he learned twelve languages. He was pure of body, mind, and spirit. So they say. Eventually, I don't know what age they were. I don't think they ever said what age they were. But what when um, they're adults? Like when the scientists told him. Are you talking that he uh, had six fathers? I think he's like thirty-five. Yeah, he's he's pretty old. When Arnold put his little acting hat on and said. I have a brother. I have a brother. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, so he tells him about his twin brother. And so Julius says, oh, my gosh. I have a brother? I know that I can feel my brother. I can find him. So he takes this inflatable raft and he gets in it and he says goodbye to his science dad. And he shoots off like he has a, it looks, it's so obvious that it's a fucking motorboat. Yeah. Because he's a mural. It's true. That's that freak virgin strength, man. It's like fucking Looney Tunes. Like, yeah, he's rowing very fast. Yes, and the and the the back of the boat is 
<laughs> completely tipped down into yeah. the water and his bottom. He's got to get it up on plane. Up. It's funny. Yeah. And that lady with the moo-moo who, who knows who this lady is. She's just in the scene. I know who she was there. Give him a handy. You know what Ew, I mean? Oh, stop. Give who a handy? Who? Arnold That's what or the she doctor? Was there for. I was thinking, well, the moo moo lady. The guy, the lady looks like she drives, you know, a school bus. Maybe the scientist because they were finally free on the island alone. It wasn't just them on the island, was it? I mean, weren't the other scientists there too? There were, there were like, they, several, to go home they, the they were doing, oh. the, he, apparently he was doing various experiments. I'm sure there was a team there. So he gets to LA. He, well, he rose to the nearest uh, island and then he flies from that island to um, LA where he okay. knows that his brother is because he has twin ESP. You totally for- you forgot the first rule of the conflict law. What? You totally forgot the the, the beginning. The he, first you need to introduce the song on the airplane so he can do his disgusting it. Take no. out yep, the papers and the trash. Yaggity yak. Don't, Don't talk back. <laughs> yeah, so he so he's flying on this airplane and he's never he hasn't experienced life. So he's just very book smart, but he's very naive. He doesn't know anything about music or culture. So he sings on the plane, he lands in LA, and then he's like there's a montage, right? Cuz he's walking around the streets of LA in the longest shorts. I What are you talking about? Those I, shorts were short cuz he was showing tall. off he was showing off his full calf. He was like, "I didn't skip leg day during this whole time. Check this out. Look at my guns. Look at my I know, calves." I know, but he just like they're so long and he's wearing like you know, tube socks. Tube socks with <laughs> the, Converse sneakers. And the biggest coat. He looked the like the biggest coat. He looked like David Byrne from that talking yes. heads thing where Like how tall is Arnold? Is he that tall? Or is he just big? There's a difference. No, he's tall. Too, he's like six. Well, I mean, they say the camera, you know, puts on ten inches. (laughs) To what part of him? Well, that's why his shorts are so long. Oh my god! No way! Not with all those growth hormones he was taking to bulk up. Let's just say, like, he's just six one. I was gonna say he doesn't. He's not that tall. I mean, that's tall. It's tall, but it's not like. By the looks of him, he looks like he should be like six seven or something like that. Pretty girthy, you know. And he's just so big. It's just because he's big. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keep going. And he's so. It's not only him walking around L. A. Looking at the streets and the people and the store windows and things. It's like us gate gawking at this specimen of a human being that's supposed to be like the perfect human man right right because he's so large and he's wearing this awful outfit that you're describing these shorts and this like sport like jacket dress jacket yeah Ugh, and he's carrying a suitcase a steel yeah. a steel a steel suitcase <laughs> yeah so then accused uh changes scenes over to vincent who is in bed with a married woman and oh, her right. her partner comes home and he's like i'm home and, he, and vincent and the woman are like whoop shit and he rolls out of the bedroom window <laughs> On the roof, down the roof, and then climbs down the side of the house as if he's done this before. Um, it was just all too perfect. Danny and then DeVito he starts being Danny DeVito. <laughs> strutting down the street all the way down. He loves banging whores. Oh, yeah. Gets in his little red Mustang convertible and drives away scot-free. He didn't get caught by the husband, that's for sure. Yeah. So then parks his car, and he's walking around L.A., and we see them in the street together. They don't know who they are. Each other are. They're strangers. And they start, like, scratching their butt the same exact way. Oh, him and Arnold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they part ways. Right. But because it was just twins, like so they the have some twins. sort of psychic bond. They're fraternal yeah. twins. They're not identical. They don't have a bond. Did yeah. they come out of the same mom? Yeah, but they're they not. The, they're not the same egg. They've been bonded. So we we catch Vincent. He's a thief. He he gets in trouble with these brothers. Loan sharks. Loan sharks. Loan sharks. Because he does gambling and betting, and um, so we went to the restaurant where his girlfriend worked, and her character's name is Linda, and her sister's name is Marnie, uh-huh. and so. So he begs Linda to give him money after he literally was just in bed with another woman. Yeah, he's an asshole. And Marnie hates him. Was she wearing the denim? Was she wearing no, one of this, her denim outfits at the restaurant? No, too? this was okay. this was the camel toe outfit. Like oh. you could see Kelly Preston's labia. Like it was so high up into her crotch. I never. My gosh, she is so beautiful. She is very pretty in this movie. Just looking at Linda and Vincent, it's like the odd couple there, too. Like, Danny DeVito's four foot ten. Yeah. 
And she's probably of normal size, like five six or something. But he, she looks so much taller than him. She was in Practical Magic. That's when I saw her. I was like, "That's the woman who works at Sandra Bullock's shop in Practical Magic." She has that that voice. It's very. I, uh, I remembered her from Ghost from out. Ghostbusters too. Yeah, she's in Ghostbusters too. She's well. the one that's like, and then the the alien took me to his spaceship. So it looked a lot like the room in the Holiday Inn. So your alien had a had a room at the Holiday Inn. Paramus. I think he had some kind of ray or <laughs> oh my god mind control so device. So uh, he leaves and then he goes to a local parking lot and he picks up a car from his buddy. BMW. Uh, BMW. David Caruso. Yes. Disgusted. How, how could we not mention the acting tour de force that is in this movie? David Caruso. I saw his name in the credits when they first ran. And then I was like, ugh, when he's going to show up. And then I saw the back of a redhead. And I was like, there he is. Yeah. Start somewhere. The parking like, lot attendant. Be ugh. like David Caruso in G. Okay. I know exactly what you mean. I Just know. ask questions. David Caruso tells Vincent where to get the car exactly the parking lot the fourth floor seems to be the floor where cars get stolen so he steals the car and sells it to a skeezy used car salesman who rips him off so we're like building this terrible person of a character the shit of the test tube baby milkshake well I think they're also trying to like establish the whole like nature versus nurture thing he wasn't born this way he was he was made to be this way he was abandoned and he became a shit person (laughs) but i think that they were like they knew he was going to be a shit person and they didn't even give him a chance which wasn't fair at birth he has over 200 parking tickets he's a piece of shit but but i know is that nature or is that i'm saying i think that's who that's who he like cyrus the virus (laughs) he was perfect victim He's a, a perfect example of uh, what is the he, criminally insane. No, he says something. He says something else though. He says he's a true product of his environment. That's what he says about Cyrus the virus in Con Air, and that's what Danny DeVito is. He's a product of his environment. Who parked that car two hundred times incorrectly? Oh, but but that's what we're saying. Like if he had, if it was switched, and Arnold was at the or, orphan nursing home or whatever orphanage. orphanage and Danny DeVito was on the island, Danny DeVito would be the kind, smart one, and Arnold would be the kind. Oh my God, shit. I would and love to see Danny he's DeVito. Like, he's not rowing 27 <laughs> miles. Hey, come on! Yeah, I got a brother! <laughs> I kind of want to see that unnecessary sequel, but kind of necessary. Yes. <laughs> Twins in reverse. Oh, I'll tell you about that at the end. Oh, okay. About unnecessary sequels. So, um, so Guido had kind of mentioned this, but Vincent parked his car again, and there was a cop literally writing him a ticket when he was going to his car. So, yeah. long story short, the cop arrest, arrests him because he's being a smartass, puts him in jail because he has 200 outstanding parking tickets. Next scene is Julius going to the orphanage where Vincent lived and learning about you know the life that he grew up in and how he you know ran away from the orphanage and he had this little fling with this nun and that was the only picture that was in his file so the nun says he's probably in jail that's where you can find him and sure as shit wouldn't you know it he is he's in jail that nun was the grandma from happy gilmore she was yeah yeah. (laughs) i pray you never find him i also said i thought the orphanage was um the same school that they use in the princess diaries it just looked exactly the same from the outside I don't remember enough I guess I'd have to compare it was just very grand and Mm -hmm. I remember those school and princess diaries being super grand and stone and everything like that just when we were watching I was like I'm pretty sure this is the same school So Julius goes and starts hunting for him in jail and he finds him and they have this really awkward scene where he's like, who the hell is this guy? Vincent's looking at him like, I have no idea who this is. He doesn't want money from me. Like, why is he here? And then Julius starts talking to him but doesn't pick up a phone. What? He's doing the scene, but because we're not a visual medium, it's kind of lost. (laughs) <laughs> so so Julius is like talking with his hands and Vincent's like mouthing ba 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 and he's like pick up the phone idiot you gotta talk into the phone bozo <laughs> Vincent dearest Vincent I know you don't know who I am but believe me I came halfway across whoa, the whoa, world whoa 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 I got another six hours to pay the money back and tell the claim brothers that harassing a man who's already in the slammer is beneath even them alright I don't know any claim brothers. 
I'm your brother Julius. And he's like, money talks and bullshit walk. So you need to pay my bail so I can get out of here. Oh, okay. I can do that. It was probably really expensive, too. Yeah. And 200 unpaid parking tickets in LA. And um, Julius knows nothing about slang. So he's like, okay, well, oh, that's slang. Oh, <laughs> how can bullshit walk? That's what he says. How can bullshit yeah. walk? Yeah. So he pays his bail and they get out. And then Vincent leaves him in the parking lot of the jail and gets in his Mustang and drives away. Leaves him right there in the parking lot. Well, he doesn't believe him. And also, he just wanted to get out of jail. So, And then Vincent drives to his shit job. And Oh, right. Oh, yeah, because he's like a talent agent. There's yeah. like 40 million things listed on by his name. Yeah, yeah. agent of all. Agent. But, and they're carrying out his furniture from his office. And his secretary bought him a birthday present because it's their birthday. It was Aqua Velva. Funny. Again, again another throwback to uh, Arnold. Mo- or no, wait. Not a throwback his Total Recall came out after this. She's one of the scientists at the beginning of Total Recall. Oh my gosh, she was one of the scientists. She's the one that's like, we got a pulmonary embolism. That's That's the thing we didn't put the microchip in. in." Oh my god, I forgot about that. That's (laughs) such a good good call. So the brothers. The guy that comes to to beat him up, the Lone Sharks? Yeah, they're like, they're three brothers. The Kahlua brothers or something. Yeah, and they show, one or two of them show up. Just one. To collect money, and they push Vincent or like out of the door and then Julius shows up because he has that twin ESP and he knew exactly where to go and knew that he could save Vincent and so he talks about the rules what is it Matt the rules the, of the, the rules of conflict and negotiation you forgot the first rule just so get like to the part where he rules and he beats him up and then Vincent and Julius are now alright you're gonna be my brother at the same time that that is occurring there's a second storyline happening the two men the two businessmen are driving the car to right. the airport parking lot and they're dressed in hawaiian outfits and like pretending they're going on this tropical vacation and they park their cadillac in the parking lot they wipe their fingerprints off of it and then they give their keys to the parking lot attendant david caruso they david wiped caruso. prints off the cadillac while they, they were, were wearing, wearing gloves, gloves. Yeah. Fine. This is also a thing that we should bring up now because of all these like crazy multiple storylines in this movie. Yes, please talk about it. Four people wrote this movie. It took four people to write this. So it's like, it's almost, if they had two more, they would have had enough people to play the dads that all jizzed in Heather Graham. It's like four different, it's four different movies put together. It's why the movie is so disjointed. Well, they needed one writer just for Arnold Schwarzenegger's romantic parts. So now Julius and Vincent are in the car and they're talking about the whole science experiment and how it's like convoluted and crazy. And uh, Vincent tells Julius that he has to pick up his friend's car at the airport. And uh, could he help him drive his car back? And we find out Julius can't drive. Well, he reads the manual. Oh, okay. (laughs) They get there. um, and, And the whole time, Vincent's just kind of demonstrating how he's still a shithead. Like he's lying about how he can't find the key. And then Julius is so innocent and he's like oh you just pick up the back of the car 90 degrees and it trips the security thing to think that it's on a tow truck Duh. and um so they steal the car is that a nice cadillac, cadillac yeah it happens to be the cadillac yeah. i'm pretty it's sure pretty nice lots pretty sure of chrome my, on it i'm pretty sure my grandfather had one of those he used to love he always got those cadillacs like those big fucking boats my parents had a cadillac when i was growing up so um so they're driving and <laughs> they're having a driving lesson and there's a car phone so it really it's the movie. Two car phones. Two car phones. Each of those cars have a car phone in so them. So they picked up the phone in their car. Uh-huh. Crime. And then called another it's not motorist. A crime back then. Excuse me? It probably no, wasn't. I wasn't distracted driving back then. That wasn't a thing back then. It probably was Not that many people had car What changed? Phones. What Tons changed? of people dying from talking on phones. Yeah. Yeah, so they drive the cars into a supermarket. So whoa, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> you forgot. Oh, he, my God. He's like... Okay, you gotta take your foot off the gas and put it on the brake and turn. And he does that, and then he flips yeah. the car up on two wheels. He's just like, "That's what I call fun." Did you see me with the two wheels? You know, I can teach you that, Vincent. And then he goes and he parks. He still parks like a dickhead. He takes up two spaces. Well, he's learning. So 
He's supposed to be this like creature that's all of good and and that is man, and yet he still parks like an asshole. They don't have streets in his little island off of Fiji. Yeah, I bet he parked that boat like an asshole on that island where the airport was. I bet you he the one he rode twenty seven miles. Very fast though. Probably got there real quick. Thirty knots. Yeah, so they meet the girls who are smoking in the grocery store. Yeah, they're walking down the aisles sharing a cigarette and wearing the one stressful pun. Danny DeVito's girlfriend is wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Lots of denim. And of course, Kelly Preston is hot. Gorge. Gorge. Hair's too long, needs to be cut a little bit, but that's fine. Yeah. And she catches uh, Arnold looking at Playboy magazines. And yes. he drops it in front of her and he goes, I did not I did not know these things were inside of these magazines or something. Also, ne- I mean, we've never seen a naked woman, most likely. Uh, other than like anatomy lessons, probably. Or the, yeah. the Moo Moo lady. Well, we she do, doesn't look anything like what's in those ugh. magazines. We do find out in the next scene because Vincent asks him if he's a virgin and he goes, that's private. That's private. Yeah. Oh, you mean when they go to Vincent's house that's full of patio furniture? Why is there so much patio furniture? Furniture in pri- his house. It probably it fell, fell off, off a back. truck. Yeah, yeah, fell off a truck, and he's trying to. Oh, he, he like sell like sells it. Oh he's yeah, wheeling and dealing. Okay, so much patio, patio furniture. furniture. He's like a big lots little man, little big man. <laughs> so while they so they go back to his apartment after the grocery store, you're absolutely and have right. Microwave and they have microwave or what is it? Chicken egg, parm, chicken parm. Eggplant, eggplant parm, eggplant parm. Oh, it looked so disgusting. It did look gross. And it was even worse that they like covered it with fucking like a mountain of parmesan. The secret to take out eggplant parmesan is extra cheese. Here we go. That much cheese? Oh, yeah. More cheese the merrier. You hate Parmesan. Parmesan, yeah. Parmesan is like my cilantro. He hates like, it. I, it. I love it ru- cilantro and Parmesan. It ruins any sort of like Italian I love dish Parmesan. The minute they put Parmesan, I'm like, nope. Yeah, that's eat. how I feel about cilantro. How old is Danny DeVito in this movie? They're 35. I wrote that down. <laughs> They're what? Danny DeVito is 35. <laughs> Okay. So they so sure. they're seventy seven, right? Danny DeVito is seventy seven today. So okay, subtract yeah. <clears throat> subtract that. No. I'm well, doing, I'm not doing mathematical. Th- you're the one that's supposed you. to be steering the ship in this podcast, this episode. You're supposed to be doing math, not me. Theory. So are you asking me what the character's age is? Or are yeah, you asking you, well, me no, what they're they're, 30, they're 35. <laughs> it's okay. I was, I'm 35 now, and I'm pretty much as bald as Danny DeVito, so I can I can believe it. Where's your ponytail? He's 43 when he made this movie, but he's supposed to be 35. Okay, so then okay. that makes Arnold 41 because he's two years younger. Mm-hmm. One looks more 35 than the other one. Danny just... Also, Danny's like very balding and always kind of has been. So he also has like a disease. He has a, a bone deficiency like disease that made him that size. Oh, really? Yeah, he has. I thought he was just short. <laughs> multiple epif- epiphyseal dysplasia, also called Fairbanks disease. Oh, so it affects your um, it affects bone growth, which well, is he why holds he's it well. So short. The more you know. And Arnold's been bodybuilding since the age of fifteen, but he also also dreamed of acting. Like he became this bodybuilder, and then he won all these awards, and then he was like, "I want to go to America because that's where bodybuilding is the biggest." And then he got there, and then he's like, "What next?" And then he's like, "I'm going to be an actor," and that's what he did. And then a governor. I believe governor. he's 35 here. Yeah, he. we're just saying we couldn't believe Danny. Well, he's 39. Him. So at the dinner... Let's move deeper into this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so much depth. We find out that there's a driver that's going to be picking up this Cadillac that's expected to pick up this Cadillac, right? The one that they stole. Yeah. And there's some really expensive equipment in the back that's worth millions of dollars. And so when the driver gets to the parking lot and he doesn't find the car, he's pissed. Um, and so he calls the guys and the two guys are like, well, we left it there. And then he goes to their office and he says the car wasn't there. They have, you know, a discussion and then he shoots them because his clients have never seen his faces. With a silencer. Was that a correct gun? Okay. Guns with Guido. And the bad guy's name is Webster. Welcome to Gun Corner with Guido. And that guy was in Total, Total Recall. Recall. So many people in Total Recall. This is just like, <laughs> I'm starting to think that there's in the 80s and like the late, the 80s and early 90s, and like an MCU, there was an ACU, an Arnold Cinematic Universe where everything was connected. Guido. You know, when that guy, the driver is like, Webster. Search, Webster's searching for twins mm-hmm. and he shoots those loan sharks. 
he just shoots them all in the in the ankles. Oh, that's a little bit later. Oh, we were talking about the two guys that he killed in the office with, building. Also with the a si- also the with a silencer. also with a same silencer. silencer. Yeah, the si- gun don't sound like that. Guns don't sound like that. Not that one. I have no idea. They're definitely not that quiet. Okay, so he shoots those two guys. And then um, Webster leaves. Uh, and now he is on the hunt to figure out who took the car. To, so Vincent is in the car and he listens to the tape. What tape? The tape that was left in the car by those two men that were murdered. Okay. And was- so the tape gives him the instructions and calls him Webster and tells him, you know, to where to bring the car, you know, instructions and things like that. Oh, and to call the guy. And to call the guy. What's um, that guy's name? Beetroot. 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 Mr. Beetroot. I literally was about to say like Beetroot McKinley. Beef jerky or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was name. in Texas, so you wouldn't have been too far off. Oh, uh, Beetroot, yeah. Beetroot McKinley. So Vincent calls Beetroot, and Beetroot, he tries to negotiate the price up, and Beetroot's flipping the freak out, and he's like, $5 million isn't enough. <laughs> he thought he was only going to get 5000 It was $5 million. So then he hangs up the phone, and it's this like perfect scene. He's like, $5 million! $5 million! $5 million! $5 million! It was super gross. $5 million! It was perfect Danny DeVito. It's quintessential DeVito. It's just Danny being Danny. Oh my gosh, so funny. DeVito. It's the Jack Nicholson school of acting. And they're friends, so it makes sense. So uh, Vincent tells Linda all the truth about the trip and how he needs to go to Texas to deliver the goods to Beetroot. Yes. And then Linda says, I need to come with you. That's Um, right, because they brought him a birthday cake. Before that whole thing, Julius goes to look for one of the dads. And he finds one of the dads. And he looks just like Arnold. And... think he does also we see jason reitman and the other i can't think i feel so bad i think her name's sarah i'm maureen maureen ponderosa from always sunny yes um oh they're children in the movie are are the grandchildren but they're ivan reitman's kids he looks like you grandpa yeah Yeah. so we see both of them so they tell so they have a meeting in the dad's house and the dad tells julius that the mother's still alive and that she lives in new mexico uh julius goes back to the house house and says Julius our mother's alive she lives in New Mexico we need to go on this road trip so he says okay so in Vincent's mind he's like roping this all in into one trip he's gonna be going on this wild goose chase for his birth mother that he doesn't believe even exists and he's gonna be delivering this package to Texas so Linda and Marnie are also now going on this trip with Julius and Vincent and Marnie is now wearing a denim something. A denim skirt. Just lots of denim. And Marnie goes in to the house and Julius is taking a shower and she, he's like naked with a towel on and he's all wet and we're all just gawking at his muscles and she's looking in like a mirror behind her and she looks at it. She could see him like drop his towel. She sees his dick. And she's like, <gasps> there's no way it would be big. She liked what he she saw. There's no way it would be big. I, I mean, in the book, I haven't read this. That he's on any steroids yet. I don't think they put it in the book that he was taking steroids. Wait, there was a book? Well, it's an autobiography. <laughs> I, but I haven't read anything to the effect, is what did, I'm saying. Are you saying that he fucked Kelly Preston on this movie? Like, he actually did? No, no. that's not what I said at all. I did write down that sex with Arnold sounds seems terrifying. Like, it just seems like it would be terrifying. Oh, it could be worse. Could I mean, he pumps iron, so... Just so I can't much... Be, I can't feel good. Like a rock. Just like a rock. What? Just Why? slamming into your vagina. Is that a like, Chevy commercial? Uh, yeah. Like a rock. Like a rock. God. Well, it couldn't have been any worse than the awkward, like, John Travolta sex. So the Webster dude, he figures out who took the car. Do you know how? No. I forget. He, he blocked goes it. He goes to the, the parking, parking garage. Yeah. And he takes David Caruso hostage. Oh, but he doesn't kill him, which is just so annoying. No, he no, kills him. No, he does. Him. He because he's seen his face. He does kill him? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's implied. because he's It's seen- implied. You don't hear no, like a David bolt. Caruso never gets another job after this because he's dead. I wish. Then we wouldn't have had Jade. Oh, we still would have had Jade, but it would have started somebody else. Oh, man. It's a fuck fucking, pad. Fucking Jade. Ugh. So good. Disgusting. So they're on this road trip. Okay. 
And um, one stop that they are going to make is to visit one of the scientists. Who's a dickhead. Who Total. is a dickhead, his dad told him, created them in the lab. Yeah, so he, he tells them, you know, Julius, and they tells him, you know, you're created to be this perfect human specimen. And Danny DeVito, you are the crap that was left over, and that's how you were created. And it was just a disgusting scene. Very mean. Disgusting. Yeah, and <laughs> Julius, like, throws him and hurts him, and then they storm out. And But in between, the scientist tells them where their mother's located, at Whispering Pines. An artist colony. An artist colony in Santa Fe. I had no idea that these types of places existed. They definitely do. Oh, yeah, no especially idea. out there. Santa Fe is a very artistic town. Huge. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they people do just of, gather around and they, they like weave yarn. and Yeah, they like do. A, they're they, like a yeah. writer's retreat. They do a so lot of seeds. They paint. They, they paint. do a lot of leather paint. work and turquoise. Do they polish saddles and stuff? They make art. That's what they do. They sculpt. They paint. They they make art. They it's sell a really, art. It's a rich person thing. It's beautiful there. It didn't really look like um, New Mexico. Yeah, None it of it looked like. There was anything. a lot of brown and yellow. It oh, all just. I, it all just looked like a lot of California. It, yeah. Well, you know, I'll show you some albums. Um, when I went to New Mexico, there are green areas. Oh, I'm sure there are. It's just like that writers retreat, just or whatever it's artist astroturf. retreat, just look more like Malibu. <laughs> They're just like, yep. Just put up some adobe walls and we're all set. We're no, they do have places like that. They they do go to visit their mom, or so they think. So they go to this retreat and they bring flowers and they're so excited. They break, they climb the wall because they told the people that work there told them to go away. I'm so, was this before or after the the sex? This is before. It is. Yeah, because Ooh. the night. I, I was I I I can't remember the timeline so. Um, so they go, they go, they go there, and then they're told that their mom, Marianne Benedict, has has died, and that her spirit is there. Fucking hippies. That happens all so, the time. Read a comic book. So Vincent's totally crushed because he's this little orphan child, and he's always dreamt that his parents were alive, and he wasn't just dumped there. That's not true. No, he thinks that that was bullshit. He says that he's like all orphans believe that, but it's bullshit. Yeah. He's just going. To go to Texas and get his $5 million. He can give two shits about this whole thing. I think he does get his hopes up a little bit. I do too. All right. So those are the like the key parts to that storyline. And and like Ali said, I do think that the this, there's so many different stories going on in this movie. And the scenes just cut back and forth. It is a little hodgepodge. Um, so then we have other parts of the movie that are more about the road trip and the fun that they're having with these nice ladies. You know, they get a hotel in between going to visit the scientist and going to visit their mom they check into a hotel and this is where Danny DeVito sings tonight is your night bro how's that go (sighs) tonight is your night bro okay Uh uh-huh and what else comes is there another verse you're gonna get a bro you're gonna have a good time bro because Arnold's gonna have sex for the first time yeah hopefully hopefully Oh, Kelly Preston is a sure thing. She has been eyeing his dick the entire movie. Yeah, and then when she comes into the the room, she's like sitting there and she's just like... In a silk nightie. Face down, ass up. That's the way she likes to fuck. Oh my God. I just want to like... Julius, good night. I don't know if you noticed that Arnold Schwarzenegger's shorts are longer than Danny DeVito's forearm. Yes. Okay, (laughs) I just want to point that out. Well, yeah, because he's packing Danny DeVito's forearm between his legs. No, he's not. Four ten no way. and six foot one. No way. Four ten and six foot one. It's like my brother and Leah. He's so tall. <laughs> and she's <laughs> so small. So they switch rooms. Initially, Danny DeVito and Arnold were in the same room. And they get ready. And they go out to the the bar and they dance and they all get drunk and have fun then they go back to the hotel and Danny DeVito says I'm gonna spend the night with Linda for bedtime stories don't wait up such an old lady name Linda Linda and my I have an aunt Linda well I used to and then um and then Marty comes in and she's like good night Julius and Julius sleeps on the floor for whatever reason. Meanwhile, she's Locked up on the down, bed y'all. again, like I said. Ass out. And then she's like, oh, the bed is lumpy. 
This bed is lumpy. I vividly remember this scene watching this movie as a child. Vividly. What did you think as a child? I used to, I thought, I thought it was like adult, you know, like like I was watching something bad because she's wearing like a nightie and then she gets down on the floor and you can basically see her nipples. They're very sensitive. Ugh. Maybe you should switch laundry detergents. I just, I vividly junior. remember the scene. And then they do it. And then they do it. They shabab, definitely shabab. bang. Yaggity yag, lick my sack. Ew. So gross. <laughs> and then it, it like goes to Arnold and he has this like awful face. He's like. <gasps> That's why like, I said it's terrifying to have sex with Arnold because you know the face he makes is going to be like that face from Total Recall. <laughs> like. Oh. When he's out in space. Yes. Get all big. Oh, so scary. Well, Kelly Preston did not look scared in the least. I hope she was on top. Yeah. She looked very satisfied and she was smoking a cigarette. I know. Yeah, yeah. Which is the So it was good for her. I just had sex. I just had sex. Yeah. So Vincent um, leaves everybody in New Mexico. Oh, that's right. Because they've pissed him off because he now knows his mother's dead. And he's like, I'm just going to leave all you assholes because I hate everybody and I have a job to do. So that's when Arnold Schwarzenegger says that he's going to find him. He found him once and he's going to find him again. And that's when the song brother to brother comes on and he uses his <laughs> twin ESP to find him and he finds him in Texas delivering the car to Beetroot 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 McKinley and what's in the trunk of the car Prototap fuel injector for an airplane. I'm pretty sure that it was the jetpack from Rocketeer. No, it was a fuel injection prototype. I thought it was going to end up being like like something like uranium or something like that. It didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. But it was ahead of its time. It was oh. actually. Which the, is why he want, had to have it. Okay. It was the prototype for the T-800. Ah. Terminator prequel. Cyberdyne. So Beetroot and his driver <laughs> drive away, but... Vincent has his big safe of or a briefcase full of five million dollars. It's bigger than him, to be honest. Most and he are. hears most things are, yeah. He hears a gunshot and he hears a crash of a car and he looks around a corner in this like what is it like an industrial park or like mm-hmm. a yeah, like industrial like park, a warehouse type exactly. thing, like a loading dock kind of. Yeah, and um, he sees that the car's crashed and he sneaks around some big like towers and looks and sees that the driver's been shot in the head and they're dead and then he sees Webster on top of one of the buildings and he shoots at um, Vincent. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, Benedict! Yeah. Isn't that yeah. a shotgun? Okay, first of all, oh. the setting Guns looks like Rito, if everyone. they shot RoboCop in LA. Like Everything's well lit and nice for a dilapidated building. Okay. Two, this sniper, you can see my air quotes, sniper using a shotgun even from I, a rooftop. Even he's firing over 120 meters. It's insane. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. This, I, you know, I'm going to give you my total guns right now, okay? It totally because broke this movie the gets three out of ten guns. So you're saying it wouldn't work? No, it wouldn't fucking work. It's not an action <laughs> movie, though. There's it's, action in it. There, it, This is four movies you know rolled into I, one, and one of them is an action Arnold movie. Arnold could have been like, uh, actually, guys, you know what? You know, I've, no. been, around, I've been around the block. He, and, forgot, uh, he forgot the first rule of thermodynamics. Those bullets wouldn't go that far because it's very high up there and it's a shotgun. It doesn't know the range. That's exactly what would have happened. I feel like I'm I'm there. Okay. So so DeVito runs inside of this one of the buildings and Webster's running after him. Julius is following Webster and then he hear Vincent hears Julius talking and he's almost gonna get away. And he has that twin guilt and he has to turn around and go and try and save Julius. It's like having a super conscience. It's funny because I forgot the guy's name was Webster, but now that we kept saying it, I just now keep picturing the TV character Webster. Webster yeah. The person that's even smaller than Danny DeVito. It's hard not to. So they're all three staring at one another. They're in and they're arguing about, you know, open the briefcase, close the briefcase. And Danny DeVito and Julius are fighting about how he wasn't supposed to follow him. And and then they're looking up and Julius says, What's the third rule of the crisis situation? And there's like this chain thing. And Danny DeVito says duck 
and he pulls this lever and this yeah, he had to, like, hundred miles up. of chain falls on Webster's head. Good ninety seconds of falling chain. I mean he would have been ripped apart. I mean that, joke. I mean that's the thing of a comedy. Yeah, you know, it gets funnier the longer it lasts. So uh they say Webster ha- was a man that had a lot on his mind. That was the big joke. Awful. Let off some steam, Bennett. So they're there with this $5 million, right? And Julius is like, we have to return the money and we have to return this engine. Vincent's like, hell no, I'm not doing that. And then they end up returning the money and the engine. Uh, They pay off all of Vincent's debts. They have this beautiful new office. And we find out that uh, it felt so good to give back the four million dollars. Four. Four million dollars. Four million. Four million. Four though. So, so they pocketed. Well, Danny DeVito pocketed yeah. a million. And they had twelve thousand five hundred dollars left after all of his debt. And he's just all fucking smug as shit. Yeah. And they're reunited with their mom because she's not dead. Yeah, they did get a reward for returning everything so they and that's what they used to so pay they off got, the debts yeah, and everything they got, in the, they got in the newspaper like showing them turning it in and then the the artist lady was like Marianne come look at this they weren't lying so and they're reunited with their mom and it's then she so goes funny. and punches the, the dickhead she goes and visits the, the scientist and says you took my family and then when she goes to visit Vincent and Julius she goes I don't even know which one is which it's like what yeah well, I that was such an unnecessary joke. Come yeah. on, like it's horrible. And then their movies an unnecessary joke. They're Ooh, like shit. Uh, they're like teary eyed, and they're both standing up next to one another, and they're looking at her, and they're like, "Mama, mama, mama, oh, mama." Mama. Oh, man. Listening to him, Danny DeVito go, Mama. It was just, it made my my skin crawl, man. Yeah, that was like the weirdest thing he's ever ever heard him say. And I've watched pretty much every episode of Always Sunny. But it's more like, Mama. I'm like, stop it. Horrifying. I'd I'd rather hear him talk about his magnum dong than hear him go, Mama. Ew. (laughs) So the last scene is of this happy family at this carnival theme park type place and it's vincent and julius walking to their wife what we're assuming is their wives mm-hmm. which are marnie and linda who both are pushing sets of twins oh in carriages that's not weird because they're both mom. 35 yeah so it's like oh they both the twins had twins and everybody's like a happy little family now. It's like the twin ending of Twin Sitters with all the twins. Yes. You always have to have a twin ending. And that and that is the end. Oh, and of then the it cuts again with the music. It just goes into that song with Richard or Little Richard. And oh, Nick, right. And it goes, twins. Twins. What is it? What do they say? I don't know. It's just twins. Just Little Richard saying twins many times. <laughs> he just did a rail of coke off the piano. Uh, probably it. did. What? So I, I do have a couple of fun facts. Can okay, I say my ahead. fun facts? Of course. Okay, so Arnold, since this was Arnold's first breakthrough comedy movie, he and Danny DeVito did not earn a paycheck. They actually were investors in the making of the movie, and they had creative like some creative freedoms with Ivan Reitman. And so their their caveat to that was they wanted an X amount of profit. A back end. Yeah, back end. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie had a twelve million dollar budget and overall it grossed two hundred and twelve million. That's a good deal. So it was a very smart decision. And um there was a sequel planned for this. Okay. It was the secret <laughs> the sequel is supposed to be titled Triplet. It would still star Arnold and Danny DeVito and then they would find out that they had a third brother who was supposed to be played by Eddie Murphy. Oh my what God. the Holy yeah. fuck. So, yeah, yeah so I this, need that. So this was planned in none 2012. Of the, none of the dads in that picture were black. Why? How would that work? Well, it's a test tube, baby. It's a different oven. But one of the fathers has to 
to be African-American for a test tube baby to be African-American. Well, and none of those six fathers were African-American. What, did like the janitor okay, one of the in the middle of the night jerk off into the test tube? And that's where the... the I, I thought they lined up. You telling me they mixed all their uh, cummies together? You see it in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. You see him walk by with like oh. a huge flask full of jizz. Oh, I thought that was milk. No, it's jizz. I thought it was like a creamery. Ugh. <laughs> Well, well then, in, in so a sense, sick. it was. <laughs> well, then, the, like something happened, and then in two people came to their senses. Something happened years later in 2020, 2019. Um, they were coming back again at revisiting the thought of this sequel, Ugh. and then Eddie Murphy was out, and then there's another black comedian, Bernie Mac's dead. So not Bernie Mac, yeah. Kevin Hart. No, the one that got in the car accident in Dover. Oh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Morgan. Morgan, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. So he was supposed to be the replacement for Eddie Murphy. Yo, that'd be crazy. Um, but then Ivan Reitman passed away in 2022, and it's kind of probably just at the thought already. Dead it now. was probably this movie idea that killed him. <laughs> He's probably like, you know what? I'm just gonna die, so I don't have to deal with this. I don't know. I mean, he did make Junior, so if he made Junior, he he probably would have been like, yeah, I can do this. We also made that movie with uh, Evolution. He also made that, so Mm -hmm. you know. Um, That movie's great. He made a lot of really good movies. Kaka, kaka, and took it, took it, don't work. It's so funny, because Ivan Reitman made so many movies that were so good, but the writers of this movie and the other two movies, Kindergarten Cop and Junior, this is pretty much like what they did. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't do much. All right. Well, thank you, Tammy. Yeah. That was amazing. Let's go around the room. And um, this is when we are going to give our final opinion and a pass or fail on twins. Uh, Guido, would you like to start? Pass. Okay. I mean, it's I mean, it's pretty... I mean, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, and they're being funny together. Yeah. Yeah. It, that couldn't be bad. And I would watch it again and again, and I, I look forward to watching it with my kids because it's a silly junk food movie with two of my favorite people in it. And, so. then, and then Tammy will be like, that's your name. You were named after this kid. No, no. <laughs> he was not. Oh, that's a pass from Guido. Matt? Again, I'll pass. It's it's stupid, but you know, <gasps> it's it's good stupid. It's not like... My heart is so full right I, now. Full of shit. I mean, come on. It's just so ridiculous. I mean, like I said, it's not, it's not Arnold's best comedy. I still think that's Commando because he wasn't intentionally being funny in that, but the one-liners were just great. But I mean, you know, it's just typical Schwarzenegger. You don't go in there expecting, like, you don't go in there expecting them to reinvent the wheel here. It's, oh, big muscular guy. Oh, little little person. Oh, they're they're twins. Hi, Jinx. Yeah. Well, like Tommy Boy. Okay. Allie? Um, I'm, I'm gonna fail this. <gasps> I no. fucking hate this movie. Oh. <sighs> I knew you did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought maybe oh, maybe I didn't like it when I was a kid and maybe I'll like it now. No. I, I like both Arnold and Danny. No. This movie's <sighs> not good and it's just, it's just stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? What? We have never laughed so much watching a movie together. That's because you just had Matt going yakety yak and rhyming it with sack or or on her back. Don't, or don't come on the back. Yeah, all of that. That's the only reason you guys were laughing. That's not true. It is. It is not. Tonight is your night, bro. Yakety yak. So gross. <laughs> Uh, so you fun. better clean up that door. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you on the floor. Yaggedy yes. my side. That's why you guys are laughing. That. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> gold. Which not? isn't even in the movie. Like so? <laughs> every time they made the movie. Every time I wanted to say something that Arnold said, I looked to Matt yes. to say it for me because yes. he's so good at it. Guido, quid pro quo. I have chosen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. And that was released in 1988, directed by Frank Oz. It has Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine is in it. And Steve Martin. Steve Martin. And where can people watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? So I had to rent it, but if you have stars, I think it's on. No, it's uh, Actually, Cinemax. We looked it up, yeah. Cinemax? If you have Cinemax. Yeah, we also had to. You can have a seven-day free trial, and you can watch it on Cinemax, or you can rent it on Amazon. I, I rented it on Amazon. Amazon had a good HD cut so I can't speak for the stars version but okay. the one I saw looked pretty good 
Okay. Well, I want to say thank you for listening. We are Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us. Like us. Like us. Also, we would appreciate you rating us or leaving us reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. We're everywhere. We love the love. And if you have any ideas for a theme month, feel free to shoot us an email at quadproquopod at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.